Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Sowing the seeds of cannabis and sounding the praise of our favorite plants, it's time to Hemp Resent. Our radio resident Hempo Sapien, Vivian McPeak, will present a weekly platform for guests and listeners to Hemp Resent about hemp and cannabis from the legal, activist, and reformist route. Let's round up and roll it up for our headmaster of hemp, Vivian McPeak. My friends, I am Vivian McPeak, and this is the Hempresent Resistance. I am the executive director of the world's largest annual cannabis policy reform event, the Seattle Hemp Fest. Speaking flower to power for 29 years, found at hempfest.org. I am also the author of the book Protestable, a 20-year retrospective of Seattle Hemp Fest, also found at hempfest.org. This show is a weekly read for Radio Rebellion, where I speak with some of the principal risk takers, movers, and shakers, and history makers of the cannabis industry, culture, and reform movement. If you have feedback or would like to suggest a guest or topic for Hempresent, email me at hempresent at gmail.com. Today's guest on Hempresent is Salvador Santana. Salvador is the founder of Vaya, a socially conscious lifestyle cannabis flower brand marketed as an all-natural spiritual feminist tone driven from African and Mexican indigenous roots. Salvador's vision aims to embody folks ready to escape current narratives and harness an alternative route to elevated freedom. As a renowned producer, songwriter, and musician, Salvador has attained global acclaim for multiple bands and headline events. He has graced stages from the Montreux Jazz Festival, the Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival, the High Sierra Festival, South by Southwest, and the New Orleans Jazz Festival, and has participated in projects outside of his own solo aspirations, such as the Hymns for Peace DVD released in 2004, as well as his father, Carlos Santana's 2013 Corazon Live in Guadalajara DVD. Welcome, Salvador, to Cannabis Radio. Hey, thank y'all for having me. Good to be here. Our pleasure. Um, Salvador, unlike many, if not most, you have leveraged your celebrity to advance socially conscious projects and issues that, in your words, plague disenfranchised peoples. Before we dive into mm-hmm. some of those projects, can you touch on why you feel it's important to incorporate socially conscious messaging into your art? 
Absolutely. That's a great question. So again, first and foremost, my name is Salvador Santana. I'm an Afro-Chicano from the Bay Area, California. I'm a musician, a producer, an entrepreneur, an advocate for equality, a proud father, and now a kind of businessman. Um, and to answer your question in short, I told myself if I ever got into the cannabis business, I would want to, like I do with my music, I would want to inspire and therefore make a difference, and especially in the black and brown communities when it comes to cannabis, uh, because I just feel like, I'm, again, I'm an advocate for equality. And if I see any types of inequality anywhere, I just have no choice inwardly but to go out and pursue it and figure out a way so that we can all get some um, and enjoy the process too. So, um, that's why, I'm, that's why I'm, I'm just really blessed to be here to be able to uh, share VIA and uh, the creation of it and moving forward into the launch of it so that we can share that message and then also um, do amazing things and impact um, communities in a, in a positive way through social equity as well. So you founded VIA, um, a socially conscious lifestyle cannabis flower brand. What can you tell us about VIA and what does all natural spiritual feminist tone driven mean when applied to a cannabis brand? Absolutely. So VIA is, we are at VIA, ancient wisdom that meets modern medicine. Uh, we are at VIA are diverse, like myself, my heritage, my background, being Afro-Chicano as well, um, to the, uh, from my heritage to the founders of, and the people that we associate ourselves with, the cultural references that we, uh, that we refer to uh, when we talk about our, our brand. Um, the producer partners that we align ourselves with and even the consumers that we want to connect with. Uh, we're diverse. We are very, pro we promote human development, uh, like you said, healthy lifestyles and also doing so rearranging the narrative that um, cannabis is not just rearranging the narrative, reminding people that uh, cannabis is a sacred plant. It's an ancient and sacred plant. Um, and it's actually used more for medicinal than trying to be compared to something like, you know, heroin or fentanyl or something like that. So with VIA, we again promote human development, grounding, healing, lifting qualities and uh, uh, of the sacred plant and at the service of more conscious and self-development. And we do this through ritualistic uh, approaches uh, and integrate those things and enhance our daily activities. Uh, for example, we live such a busy lifestyle in just a busy world these days. So therefore our lifestyles have kind of become a little bit more up-tempo these days. And it's a little bit more challenging to kind of slow things down and really just enjoy something as if it was a ritual or um, you having a you moment kind of thing and really just enjoying it, not shutting out the outside world, but just you taking care of yourself and having some you time. So we promote that and through native wisdom, um, the same wisdom that our ancestors provided and were able to teach us we want to make sure that that doesn't get lost in the shuffle. And I feel like it could definitely be not only advantageous to the product and what we're doing, but also to the messages that we are promoting. Again, all of this, most of the stuff that we are um, reminding people of has already existed. It's just reminding them and then updating it to where it fits in today's world. Um, and last but not least, we advise, we also want to give back, um, supporting and fighting for the community of growers and people, uh, in the cannabis world that came before us and honoring them as well. So we have a few targets <laughs> that we're hitting, but at the same time, that's who we are and that's who we want to promote. Um, and I feel like, like there's a lot of people that can get down with that. And uh, 
I'm just looking forward to uh, seeing where it goes and what we can do with it. So it sounds like you're you're kind of resetting the narrative around cannabis to a more truthful and historic, uh, historically accurate perspective. Would you agree? I mean, absolutely. I wouldn't say I'm I'm doing it solely like myself. Uh, I'm right. just part of I'm just part of this movement. There's a lot of there's a lot of others uh, that that are in the business or getting into the business that have the same passion that I do. Uh, I guess what's what's a little bit different, as you alluded to, is the last name and the the social status that I guess I've already just just kind of have by default. And rather than taking advantage of that in order to take advantage of others, I'd rather capitalize on that so that we can lift others and support others that really need it, um, you know, and deserve it as well. Again, especially those in the cannabis community that are black and brown women, and especially those that are still being locked up and incarcerated out here in California where it's, it's legal and in some other States where it's legal. And so for me, I'm just like, yo, we, if we're going to update, let's do a full update. Let's just update over here and then leave this thing where it's still left in the stone ages. And it's, and, and you know what I mean? And certain people are, it's, we're still condoning a system that is set up originally for certain people and designed for certain people to fail. And for me, I, I just had enough of that again, specifically with black and brown um, and those that have been incarcerated. I'm always, I'm, the one thing I do love about, America, in the sense, is the opportunity for second chances and what have you. And I really feel like in this cannabis, in this green rush as it's taken off, there's, there's hella opportunities for that. So, again, I look forward to seeing where it can go and what we can do with, with this. Salvador, communities of color have been disproportionately targeted and incarcerated throughout the entire history of prohibition. How important do you believe yes, that sir. it is to have racial equity as a component of the cannabis industry? so that those communities that have been so disproportionately impacted will have opportunities to benefit from the industry? That's a great question. It's really just simple. It's, it's, it really just comes down to where it's like, well, if we can apply uh, a corporate blueprint model, but in the social equity world, you know, then I feel like we can, we can split the difference where we're not maybe making that, we're not doing it quite like the Walmarts are, if you will, but at the same time, it's like we're taking that same blueprint model and we can give back to those in the community where we were in, in a sense, here's the thing, the, the cannabis community, well, there it is. The cannabis world was really built on community. At least for me, when I was yeah. growing up, just being a part of it. And, and first of all, just growing up in the Bay area, my perception uh, of, of cannabis and adults and people and my folks and people around me, it was never, again, it was never taboo or, Ooh, stay away from that. That's the evil haunted house at the, at the end of the block, you know, stay away from it was more just like, this isn't for you right now. You're a kid. Enjoy being a kid. But this is like wine. You know what I'm saying? This is to be respected and this is this is this is well deserved and well earned kind of thing. You know, so just have respect for it. Um, and so for me I just felt like I've always was very blessed from the beginning to have such a very honest um, and mature uh, perspective on the plant uh, in itself. So for me, like I said, it goes back to well, if I ever got myself involved legitimately involved in a can in some sort of a cannabis business, um, I would make sure in some way, shape or form to make a really strong vertical and an angle and a commitment to support and fight for those again in the community of growers and uh, uh, advocates uh, and even leaders, you know, in the cannabis world uh, that came before us. And again, that, that are doing it right now and, and deserve it um, as well. So I think it's extremely important. In fact, it's one of the main, um, and it's, it's like this vehicle via has many engines, but I would say that engine, the supporting, the giving back, that's one of the biggest ones that we have that's fueling everything. 
how can people find out about Via? Ah, great question. So you can find out more about Via on Via.Earth. Um, we don't have any product up for grabs on there. However, that site can direct, it has all the information about what we're doing, when it's dropping, when it's coming out, what what's available, and then we direct everyone to where they can go and get it. Um, as long as you're 21 and over and all is legit, it's all for you. Um, and we offer, uh, right now we're just offering flour um, in four different flavors. We have a sativa, sativa hybrid, an indica hybrid, and an indica, actually it's an indica concentrate. Uh, and it's only available in California for right now. Uh, and it will be available um, at the end of, well, we are at the end of this year, at the end of 2020, um, at the most early 2021, but it's probably going to be at end of 2020 uh, for sure. And for those that aren't super familiar with the strains or the flavors, sativa is like daytime. You can have a little bit and still still be coherent and, and carry on your day, still handle business call if you need to or have you. Sativa hybrid, that's more like midday, later day. You know, you're chilling, but you know, still got some stuff to do, but now you're more in chill mode. Indica hybrid, that's kind of more like the nighttime. You can still party and socialize, um, but you know, it, you're chill. You're chilling, but you can still, you know, carry a conversation if you will. At least I can. Uh, and at the Indica Concentrate, that I would say is definitely for the more seasoned, experienced uh, uh, consumers, and uh, like the Cheech and Chongs, the Snoop Dogs, the Willie Nelsons of the world. <laughs> I think they can hang with that stuff. Me, I, I love all of them. I stand by all of them. The Indica Concentrate, that's definitely for me. Like when I go in the studio late at night, or if I'm having a hard time sleeping. It's, it can it can work for me in both of those ways. It can be very creative, or it can be like a Tyson punch to the face in a good way. Um, so, uh, but we have a little bit for everyone, and we want to start off with that, and hopefully build on. And obviously, the goal is to build from there and offer more uh, more products or more more of a variety for folks. My guest is Salvador Santana. We're going to take a quick break and come back with our second segment. So don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. They have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. We're back to Hemp Presents, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. And we're back on Cannabis Radio with Salvador Santana. Salvador, can you describe your relationship uh, with the plant? You you mentioned that it was plentiful in the circles that you grew up in. Um, what do you personally value the most of the many things that cannabis has to offer us? You know what? Thank you for asking that. That is a super awesome question. For me, uh, I feel like cannabis has definitely allowed me to really just dig up. First of all, being a musician and being an artist, 
yeah, I feel like cannabis only helps enhance those those types of experiences for me. Um, being able to listen to the music and uh, if I'm creating something, uh, an idea or what have you, I'll be able to create it uh, maybe while I'm sober and then edit it later while I'm, you know, um, enjoying uh, cannabis, the consumption of it. And the experiences are totally different, um, but they're still enjoyable. Uh, and then I'll do the opposite. I'll, I'll you know, create uh, with the influence and then uh, edit and go back to my ideas, um, you know, with a clean head and what have you. And it's in, <laughs> when, I, when I do that, it's, it's very strange. I'll create, you know, one day and, and enjoy, <laughs> you know, the consumption, what have you. I'll come back the next day. I'll be like, what the heck was I thinking? You know, after a while, I'll be like, what the heck was I doing? But really, honestly, it's that, it's that relationship between, music to me is what feelings sound like. It's what emotions sound like. And cannabis, the consumption of cannabis, I feel like only enhances the experiences of the mindsets or the energy that you're surrounding yourself with, the mindset that you're in currently, or the, uh, the again, the energy that you surround yourself with, or the music or the art that you're investing in or that you're, uh, you're surrounding yourself with. Uh, and for me, I was always fortunate and blessed enough to be around such amazing energy such amazing music. Uh, and again, maybe it's just growing up in the Bay Area, California, our folks, lifestyle maybe because they grew up in the 60s and they're both flower childs and what have you. Cannabis was never taboo for me. It was always just treated with respect and understand that there are great medicinal as well as creative advantages. You just have to be respectful of it and understand that. Um, and then last but not least, for me, I feel like it, it just boosts some confidence in me sometimes. Um, sometimes when I'm performing, I'll, and I have a lot of lyrics as a, as a lyricist, not just as a keyboard and a piano player and a musician, but as a lyricist, sometimes I'll, I'll, I'll chill off the cannabis because I want to make sure I remember all my lyrics right. <laughs> and what have you. But when it comes to music, and if I don't have that many lyrics to remember, absolutely, because I feel like it just enhances the experience and it doesn't alter my personality. It just enhances everything. Um, and I think that's the same way with anybody else. If you, whatever types of, whatever types of stuff you want to get yourself involved with, if you're, so for example, I feel like cannabis can be, it, it's used to enhance experiences and emotions. So for example, if somebody who's just naturally a jerk, you know, consumes cannabis or anything higher than that, it's only going to enhance their jerkiness, if you will, towards the rest of the world. Uh, so I feel like any, if anything, you have to be cool with yourself and have confidence with yourself, not arrogance, not cocky, not think that you're better than everyone else, but it's more just having that self inner confidence in order to be able to explore, make mistakes, stumble, have fun in the creative process of that that you're using for, um, and not to take everything so serious, man, just enjoy it. You know, that's really what it's for. Um, it was put on this earth long before us, you know what I'm saying? So I feel like it's, there's a reason for that. And it's about, again, our, at Vaya, what we want to do is go back and remind people the ancient wisdom that now links up with where we are now with the modern medicine, but also as a, not just from a physical, from a mindset, from a mentality of like these ancient wisdoms that our ancestors, people have long before us, this wisdom and information is still relevant. We just got to update it. Um, and it starts with just being, it just starts with taking some time out of our everyday lives, uh, you know, busy schedules, if you will, creating a little ritual for ourselves. My little ritual, I get up in the morning. Well, I get up with my son sometimes in the morning, or sometimes I'll get up before him. I try to get up before him. And uh, I'll just get up, make myself a little coffee or a little tea. I've been getting into tea now. Um, and then I just have a little, 
either part of a joint that I was smoking from the night before or just a whatever, take a little bit and then I'll just go right to work right before my son gets up. You know, and that's my little ritual. That's my little, I'm up, it's having it's having some me time, but I can also still be productive and what have you. I'm really blessed and fortunate to be able to, in that position. At the same time, I want to utilize that, you know, um, to, to the best of my abilities. So that's that's really what, what, what I want, what I always envision for myself in creating a brand, a cannabis brand. Um, and I'm just so grateful and blessed and fortunate to be able to share that with everyone and, and invite everyone to do that for themselves, uh, whether it's through Vaya or with their own with their own daily lives. Hopefully with Vaya, but at least with their own daily lives to start start there. Just create something, some ritual for yourself. Um, I think it's just really healthy for us nowadays. Speaking of Vaya, your promo explains that you engage and collaborate with community advocacy initiatives from a social justice and ecologically rooted consciousness. Can you touch on a few of the ways that you embrace and promote those values? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So just me, myself, like even with COVID and everything, being safe and what have you, I've been invited to come out and participate. Um, Just recently, I got to participate at this um, awesome event near downtown LA, kind of North Compton, uh, across the freeway from USC. By the way, USC people down here, we don't call it University of uh, Southern California. They call it University of South Central, just for the record. Um, so it's right across the freeway from there. Uh, it's this awesome, beautiful neighborhood, uh, North Compton, sort of almost like Southeast LA. And uh, I got to participate in National Expungement Week, which, uh, again, is just the uh, expungement of those that have been wrongly accused. Uh, those that get a second chance, those that have the opportunity to just re, um, just ha- have a revalue of their lives, you know, um, and, and re honored as well by those that, if they felt like they weren't, now they that they have the opportunity to have a chance to. And for me, I'm just like, wow, I'm being invited to this event, and I would love to do that. And that's what via that's who I am as a person, and that's who since via is an extension of me. That's who Vaya is. So why not participate in stuff like that? So um, it's been it's been tougher again because of not making excuses. It's just been tougher because of COVID, but that hasn't stopped us. So that's just one of the many ways that Vaya and myself can be involved by giving back. And what we got to do at Expansion Week was we got to uh, pass out uh, reusable grocery bags that had vegetables and, and fruits and goods that were grown uh, and created by the uh, people in that community to give out. To the people in that community that couldn't afford groceries and, and, and things because you know COVID has hit us all hard. And if we were already some of us were already struggling before COVID, and then COVID hit and got right. worse. So uh, just to be able to participate in, in events and opportunities like that, it's bigger than me, man. It's, Salvador, we just like I play. I was just going to say, Go speak, speaking of of uh, COVID, you know, while we still have a few minutes here. We face some real challenges in our society at a time when we're really divided. I have long been a fan of one of your earlier songs, Rise Up. And I'm just curious if Uh, you could touch on what the inspiration for that song was and and, and how you think we may be able to apply it to what we're facing as a nation these days. Man, thank you for asking that. And thank you for listening. That's, I appreciate that. Man, I haven't checked out that song in a minute. I forgot about it. Um, (laughs) It's it's cool. I guess the the inspiration for that song really... um, there's a few things. Uh, I was writing that song actually a few years before I released it. I think it came out in 2013 and I was actually writing it in uh, 2010, 2011. Uh, and I was actually writing it uh, based off of the 
motivation of, uh, of a homie of mine who was battling cancer uh, at the time. And uh, he, beat, he beat it the first time. My, my good friend, the amigo, uh, Jose Espinosa, a.k.a. Crunchy, sax player, amazing musician, sax player, fruit player, congas, sing, he, he did everything. Actually, he was one of the founding members of the band Osobali, who I love. And, and those guys, love those guys. Uh, so I was really writing out of inspiration for Crunchy, you know, knowing that he was going to be it the first time, he's going to beat it the second time. And, and he was, he was, he was in route beating it the second time. And unfortunately it, it came out of nowhere and just hit, hit him real hard. And, uh, you know, uh, the, another, another beautiful angel got called home, you know, way too soon. Uh, but that was really the inspiration being able to rise up against adversity, being able to rise up against just anything that's in your way. And not in a stubborn way, but in a beautiful spiritual stubborn way, not take no for an answer, you know, just not, refusing to 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 be to keep being denied and and to succumb to the the constant denial of trying to get to what you're trying to get to or achieve what you're trying to achieve um and then the lyrics on there just really was just trying to an uh, an, uh, an extension of me the things that i would say to myself in motivating myself motivating myself if i were going through that experience i guess so that's what some of the lyrics and that's what the song is really about uh, overcoming adversity Nice, nice. Salvador, we only have about 30 seconds uh, till the next break. You started on the drums, I believe, and eventually gravitated to keyboards. I'm a giant yep. Chick Korea and Return to Forever fan, and I read that you were <laughs> cool, also man. inspired by Korea's body at work. And just very quickly, yeah. what are a few other yeah. artists that have had a big influence on your development as an artist and a player? Absolutely. So for drums, Baba Ola Tunji and the Drums of Passion. That's one of the first videos, 1985, 1986, Live at the Cow Palace. That's one of the first videos my dad put on for me when I was two years old. That was my babysitter. So he wanted me to understand rhythm and tempo before anything else. Uh, and then eventually I got into keyboards, piano, Herbie Hancock. Chick Corea is amazing. Keith Jarrett is amazing. Her, uh, McCoy Tyner, Art Tatum, Earl Garner, uh, Oscar P. I mean, I can go on forever and ever and ever and ever. Nice. But to me, honestly, Herbie Hancock, that's my dude. That's my dude. Uh, you can't go wrong there, man. I am talking to dude. Salvador Santana uh, from the cannabis brand Vaya. And we're going to take another uh, quick break and come back with our final question. So don't go anywhere. Time to roll out for the people that let us have present. Hang loose. We're coming right back. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now. About a game for your phone, gonna make you say, wow. The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash. Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash. Little by little, your empire grows large. Put the big celebrities inside your entourage. You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong. Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong. The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point. Download and play while you light yourself a joint. Business and cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot-proofed by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. We're back to Hemp Present, only on Cannabis Radio. Now, back to our headstrong emperor of hemp, Vivian McPeak. We're back for our final questions with Salvador Santana. Um, Salvador, it's just great talking to you, man. I just, you know, everything that you're about aligns with 100% with my values and the values of this show. Um, I'm just curious, while we still have a few minutes left in the show, is there anything you'd like to add that we haven't covered? Anything you'd like to leave our listeners with? Yeah, absolutely. Just a quick reminder, anything you guys want to 
check out more about Via, just check out Via.Earth. That's pretty much everything cannabis related. If you want to check out more of what I'm up to musically, don't be afraid to go check out SalvadorSunshine.com. Oh, and both of the uh, social media links are up on both of those for Via.Earth and for my, my handle, SalvadorSantana.com. Find all that stuff out. Um, yeah, and I would love to leave the, uh, everybody with uh, a Maya Angelou quote that has always resonated with me. And I feel like it was actually one of the key components and inspiration to, to follow through with Maya. So when people invest in Maya, we want them, we at Maya want them to feel like they are chill, blissed, healed, intrigued, whole, inspired, entertained, informed, and most importantly, we want them to feel honored. That's what, that's what's really key. Um, and that's, uh, I just feel so fortunate and blessed to be able to uh, share all that with you. And again, last but not least, investing in bio, people will also know through clarity and transparency, know that they have the ability to, in investing in bio, they will have enabled the ability to create sustainability through the community and therefore the possibility to generate consistent social equity. So, um, I'm just, again, so fortunate and blessed to be able to share all this stuff with you guys. And uh, thank y'all, man, for having me. It's been an honor to, to be up and share, share all this with y'all. Well, Salvador, it's an honor having you, man. I, I really love everything that you're doing. It's just really powerful stuff. And I look really forward to, uh, to, to seeing what else you're able to manifest, man. And I'm looking uh, forward to your music down the road, man. You take time. Uh, hey. You, you stay strong and, right and you be safe, my brother. Uh, respect, absolutely. Hey, my son keeps me my my son keeps me on my toes for sure. So we all get there. <laughs> yeah, man. All right, you take care. Appreciate appreciate you guys. Thank y'all for having me. You bet. Now I'm going to get to a weekly feature for him present on cannabisreader.com. That's the quote of the week, and here it is: We become what we think about. And those are the words of Earl Nightingale. That concludes this installment of him present on cannabisradio.com. I want to thank all my cannabis radio sponsors and advertisers join me next week for some more reefer repartee and cannabis confabulation with some special hempo sapien on a journey to justice as we silence the violence increase the peace and promote unity in the cannabis community with impunity because when it comes to prohibition you've got the right not to remain silent activism requires a voice so find your voice and speak up for justice because resistance is fertile until then my friends stay strong stand tall and take it easy the 100% theme song, Take Back the Plants, performed by Sticker Bush. Turn up the music, maestro, because I am out. Marijuana! The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line 
prop or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.